the Tabletop Tonight podcast. I'm your host, Ruel Gaviola, a board game enthusiast, evangelist, and content creator. Tabletop Tonight is recorded live on Twitch. Hi, friends. Welcome to Tabletop Tonight. This is Words on Wednesday. I'm Ruel Gaviola, joined, as always, by the amazing Amanda McKnight. Hello, Amanda. Hello, everyone. Hi, Ruel. Good to see you here. Uh, it's been a few weeks. Good to see you. Yeah. It's been a minute. Yeah. And it's been a minute since we've talked about Saga, too. Which, yeah, it, it has been. Like, what What a joy to come back to this and be like, oh, yeah, that's what happens in this chapter. <laughs> How am I going to even write a synopsis for this that will be TOS appropriate? Right. But I think I managed <laughs> to do it. Yeah, so. and I'm glad you did because I was having trouble with this. Like, and folks, we record this live on Twitch, uh, so we have the adult content warning, and also here on YouTube, your warning. There's gonna be, you know, we're gonna spoil some stuff, but also there may be some uh, adult themed, uh, not only images but themes. So, so uh, be yeah. aware, and uh, we're gonna jump right into it. Um, and this is a saga. This is, uh, I believe, we're on chapter four now. Is that correct, Amanda? Yes, we are on chapter four, which is uh, comprises, I believe, issue number four and issue number five Mm -hmm. of Saga. Yeah. So it's those two issues. And uh, folks, if you missed our previous episodes, uh, there is a link in the description below for a playlist where Amanda and I go through all the the issues and also all the words on Wednesdays. So uh, jumping right into it, here you go. The first image (laughs) section. I always forget about this one, but I mean, look at this. Welcome to Sextillion, Amanda. Here yeah, we are. we are. That is where we are. So we do start off this chapter in Sextillion. And yeah, uh, well, okay. Uh, the credits for this, <laughs> these <laughs> issues are the same as they always are for Saga. Uh, written by Brian K. Vaughn with art by Fiona Staples. Letters and design by Phonographics, and it's coordinated by Eric Stevenson. It comes from Image Comics. Um, Image is also really awesome because it is a company where people actually own their properties. So if you create something with Image, you get to keep it, which is different from most other publishers and how they work. Um, So definitely the big two. So the summary for this issue, uh, or for this chapter, is uh, we do start off on Sextillion with the will. Uh, So he goes to to Sextillion because he's basically given up on a contract that he has, and he has like basically an unlimited credit card. And so he's like, I'm going to go to this planet. I'm going to have a good time. And uh, he causes quite a stir while he's there. Meanwhile, Marco recovers. He was on the brink of death last time that we saw him, but he was on his way to getting better. And Alana basically, after he deliriously speaks on his deathbed about his bride, Gwendolyn, is left with her unconscious husband. Uh, (laughs) So that's going to be a thing that happens this issue. Yeah. And we and we had talked yeah, go about ahead. that. Yeah, we had talked about that the last time, Amanda. How we uh, love the the play between the characters and just the the dialogue and everything, and um, just very very realistic, right? I mean, you have these ghosts and all these things, but the, the I, we felt like the dialogue is really grounded as far as like, hey, these are like what how people would talk, you know. Never mind that they're like ghosts yeah. with half bodies and stuff, but it, you know, it, it's it really captured a lot of those everyday, I guess, so not true. everyday, but normal conversations, I guess. 
it is. It feels like a very like natural, realistic conversation. Mm-hmm. I mean, very dramatic still, like you said, but very like grounded just in how people would speak to each other. The thing that I really love about Saga and that I loved coming back to this chapter and kind of revisiting it because I'd read it before and then I wanted to come back and check it out again. And one of the things that I really loved is, yeah, this blend of fantasy and sort of reality. Like it really is a very fantastical world, but everything in it feels very real and just grounded in i don't know how people are so even though everything's weird you can like really connect to it yeah yeah and you you need something like this right for these type of stories like if there were just i, I don't know it's it, it, like you said it's you, it gives you something to grab onto it's like oh i can relate to this character and even though she she or he or whoever is talking to this spirit that has half a body it's like okay i can sort of see what they're talking about here you know yeah, it's like, it looks weird on the page, but then when you're reading it, you're like, oh yeah, this is just like, you know, some people yeah. talking to their ghost babysitter. It's like, <laughs> no big deal. That's like soul bonded to their newborn baby. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. Uh, so, and and basically what we're sort of seeing here as well, as you're kind of showing it on the screen, mm-hmm. is uh, as I was saying, uh, Marco was on the brink of death and he's basically in recovery mode and he wakes up but before he sort of, went unconscious in the last chapter he said that he needed people to like go talk to his bride gwendolyn and basically (laughs) let her know how much he loves her and at first alana who is his wife thought that he was talking about her until he said gwendolyn and i love this moment before he wakes up where she's just like so mad at him but she's also so scared to lose him and it's just so real. Like when you're like, oh, I hate the, what you did to me, but I still really love you. <laughs> right. Totally. And there's yeah. that, yeah, that, that section there that we have on screen now. It's like, you know, he's, he has no idea. He just, he's back from the brink of death. And she says, yeah. I'll explain everything after you tell me about Gwendolyn. And he's like, oh, uh, F. <laughs> yeah. And we do get the story of sort of, who Gwendolyn is. Gwendolyn is basically Marco's fiance mm-hmm. um, that he was engaged to before he left to go be in the war. And then once he was in the war, he realized that he was now a different person and he couldn't really connect with Gwendolyn anymore. So he doesn't love her anymore. But he does also confess uh, later in the chapter that the rings that they have literally belong to Gwendolyn's grandparents. Mm-hmm. Um, so. He and Alana's wedding rings actually are basically stolen from Gwendolyn's family, (laughs) (laughs) which I love. And I love like Alana's reaction to that later in the issue. Like, oh, man, that that makes me laugh out loud every time I read it. It's so good. Nice. Uh, Okay, so I'm just, uh, uh, you know, I'm just flipping through uh, the uh, chapters here. Again, you can see the adult themed uh, images, friends. So Mm, uh, some interesting stuff there, as we can see on screen. Some interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we are definitely in uh, sort of, we're going into the depths here yeah. of uh, Sextillion. And as the Will is heading in there, he meets this super creepy dude. There he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
immediately when I saw this guy, what was what was your reaction when you first saw this guy in the chapter? This one, because uh, I've already I had already read this, I think. Yeah, you know, it's been before. a while, and just look when I opened to this page. You know, what I thought about man, I just I don't know why. Maybe the size and just his face. I was thinking Kingpin. You know, Kingpin from... Oh, um, yeah. I, I see that. Yeah, because he does have, like, a presence. very, like, wide form. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's kind of, like, bulky. Like, he's just an entire doorway. Yep, exactly. That's the first thing I thought. Yeah. Of. But then you see he has, like, the oh. tail that, like, behind him. So I'm thinking, the okay, tail. Jabba the Hutt, maybe. You know, I mean, those are... Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely seemed... To me, I immediately saw him and was like, oh, this guy is a creep. Like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think his smile is the thing that makes me like the most uncomfortable. Yeah, definitely. Like, oh, yeah, just, let, me, let me go back to that. Uh, so, yeah, that smile so is very. Smiley. Yeah. yeah. It's like really that. creepy. Yeah. yeah and I was like, I really face. don't don't like that smile. It may, yeah, it makes yep. me uncomfortable. Definitely. Uh, which is clearly fair. Clearly a good reaction to have, I think, based on mm -hmm. what happens in this chapter. Uh, but yeah. yeah, so uh, basically this this guy can tell that, you know, the will has had his heart broken, which if you uh, just to recap that uh, the will was in a relationship with the stock. Both of them are trying to hunt down Alana and Marco and their their newborn. And uh, it didn't end well with the stock and the stock. He basically called the stock or the stock called him. And then they basically just had this. He's like, I don't want to deal with this. I don't like that you're also on this job. This is awful. So he basically quit the job to just go take the credit card that he has and max it out before it gets canceled. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So and this guy's like, he can tell. He's like, you know, I can tell that you're heartbroken and I think I have just the thing for you. So come with me. We'll go like deeper into this uh, very. Uh, what's the word? Hedonistic, Hedonistic uh, place. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love and the will seems to be looking for something that he feels like they don't have because he yep. he kind of acknowledges that like everything here feels very safe and tame. So yeah, yeah. and I was I, I totally wanted to just point out how the will looks in this these panels here. You know, he definitely has this. Like, <laughs> the, hmm, what am I hmm. getting myself into here? Yeah, what am I getting myself yeah. into? And I, I kind of wonder, like, why do you think he he does say that? Do you think he genuinely wants? something that's unsafe what do you think he's or do you think he's trying to bait this guy or like yeah. the will is so unreadable and that's what i really like about him yeah yeah you'd you'd mentioned that in the notes and i i think that's what i like about this character as well you don't know you know oh is he going this way or is he going that way and that really opens things up right as far as for storytelling it's like okay this is great you don't know exactly his yeah you never know what he's gonna do yeah yeah which i like yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm always caught off guard with uh, the will. It's it's he's an yeah. interesting character. Um, so then I I just love this the juxtaposition. Juxtaposition is that the word? I I it's like I'm trying to juxtaposition. Juxtaposition. Yeah. Thank you. I'm trying to do these fancy words, Amanda. And I always stumble over them. Um, but from going from the creepy guy to the ghost here, I just love the face. It it always makes me. There cry. is. A lot of cool juxtapositions, I would actually say, in this issue. I'm glad yeah. you pointed that out. Where there's yeah. gonna be another one later. And I feel like this is the thing I was saying before, where I was like, the more that you read the comic, the more that you realize like all of these things. Mm -hmm. And even how actually in the previous scene, like when we go from 
um, Alana and Marco back to Sextillion, you know, they have their like kiss moment and then they start talking and then we go to another kiss moment in six in Sextillion. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff in this that feels like really cinematic like that. That's like image stuff. Yeah. But then there's also just like these totally different moments of like, we're going to go like deeper and we're going to like find this like woman that can't say no to you to yeah. like, just yeah. being a goof and trying to make a baby laugh, you know? <laughs> right. Like, yeah. And I, that, that's a great point about being, being very cinematic, uh, cinematic, right here. Here's Marco. And, and then you write on the very next page here, you know, then we go to the hedonistic, you know, part of where. Uh, yeah. And there's people kissing and it's like, yeah. it's like we're carrying over the imagery, which is um, yeah, really cool. cool. But like carrying over the imagery, but in a completely different context as yep. well. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's uh, we've seen that a few times in, in Saga so far, and we will continue to see that uh, as we delve deeper. Um, yeah, I, I think that's that's like the perfect term. It's very cinematic, and um, so I'm just continuing flipping through pages here as we uh, go on. Uh, this is uh, the chapter four, folks. If you're uh, here for the first time, uh, we are going through. This is where saga. we find out about the ranks. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, so let me see. Let me get this on screen here. Um, where is this? Okay, this is where they're talking about his former wife, right? Yeah, Here. and then he's revealing, like he's he basically basically Alana says like just tell me everything like about this person like I need to know what's going on because yeah. like why did you not tell me? And I love how he throws it back to her and he's like, well, when we first got together, I was like, oh, do you want to tell me about like the other people you've been with and all <laughs> that? And you said leave the past in the past. So, yeah. and she's like, I didn't mean like that. You were <laughs> engaged to this woman. Yeah, and that's- I need to know that part. <laughs> yeah, and I, I love, again, we, we, we keep touching back on that dialogue, right? It's very, yeah. seems like very much like what a couple would, would talk about, right? And the way they would- Well, also because like, it's coming from a place of miscommunication, which yep. this is a, a young, like a, sort of a couple that's still, getting to know each other in a lot of ways. So it makes a lot of sense. Yep. But I also love that because it kind of means that no one is really like the villain in the relationship between them. Yep. A lot of the times it's just, they have differing opinions or it's a miscommunication, mm -hmm. which is very common. What causes like issues in real relationships, right? right? Like it's just when we don't understand each other that we tend to get into places where we just like fight, you know? Yeah. And that, uh, yeah. that's it exactly i mean think about it this is a young couple um pregnant and on opposite sides of the war you know it's like okay yeah <laughs> wow right so that's like different perspectives you know from two totally different worlds mm -hmm. um still have a lot in common though because they still obviously went through this war you know they've been yeah. in the war kind of together even though they're on different sides it's 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 fascinating. I love their relationship is so cool. I it really is. hope nothing bad actually happens to them. I was very I scared agree. when Marco's life was in danger. And I feel like this is a series where anyone can go at any time. Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> you never know. Yeah, exactly. That That's the, the whole the tension of it. Right. We don't know what's going to happen. I yeah. want to point out that this is probably my favorite line in, in a while here. But uh, this one here after, you know, Marco and uh, a lot are talking. And you just cut to this one line, you know, for a pacifist, you sure beg to get stabbed a lot. <laughs> that, I love that line. I think it's great. I know. Marco Marco saying that Alana's hips are very womanly and not boyish like right. Gwendolyn's. And she's like, oh, my gosh. Yep. You're going to get stabbed. Gonna do with this guy. You're going to get stabbed. Yeah. Mm. 
So then we go back to the will, and uh, yeah, creepy looking guy. Look at, look at that guy. He, even here, he's looking creepy. And it gets creepier, unfortunately. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. It, it, we get into the inner circle, I think is what this place is called, or the right. inner core, sorry. Yeah. And Very, here, yeah. this guy takes him to basically a little girl who's like a refugee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very. Who works there is like yep. terrible. Mm hmm. And I, was this what you were? This was not what I was expecting when I was reading this the first time. I remember reading this and being like, "Oh, I wonder what this will be like—some hedonistic something." And then I was like, "Oh my god, yeah. that's not what I was expecting at all." Yeah, I guess same. we're going there. Yeah, and I was like, "It's it's very uncomfortable. It, it's very uncomfortable." Again, that's why we're putting the yeah. warning, folks. These are adult themes. You know, this is not. It is. It's yeah, shocking. It I is. would say. Yeah, and then sure. speaking of shocking, here goes the will. Yeah. Here goes the will. And the will just basically turns to this guy. Mm -hmm. He basically gets the little girl to close her eyes, mm -hmm. turns to this guy, and just ends him. Yeah. It is also unexpected. Mm -hmm. And I love how while this is happening, we get the um the monologue of the mm -hmm. person that's narrating this. The narrator is actually the little baby. Yep. Um, in the future, seemingly narrating this, who even while this is all happening and the will is kind of painted in this moment as being a heroic figure because he's trying to help this little girl. Right. Uh, she, she calls him, she says, you know, he's a freelancer and like every other freelancer, basically, he was the worst. Yeah. yeah. While this is all happening, so you're like, wait, what? And it's like, Every character in this is so complex. No one is good. No yep. one is bad. That's it. Everyone just is. Right. Yeah, because, uh, you know, imagine this without this narrator here. Like, you're thinking, oh, my gosh, the will is awesome. Look what he saved this child. You know, uh, you know, he took care of the bad guy. But then it's like the narrator is like, well, he's not all He's actually he the is. worst. Yeah. It's like, yeah, wow. Yeah, he's actually the worst. Wow. Don't let this moment fool you. Exactly. And it, once again, it's another juxtaposition of what we're seeing right. and then what's being said. And even before this guy uh, is smushed, he basically says, you're a freelancer. You know, you you kill people like this, this girl, you know, and he's like, so how can you even be? reacting this way is right. what he's thinking yep but yeah. it's obvious that the will has his own moral code right right yeah because right you know as you know the bad guy's talking you're thinking hey here's the the um bounty hunter with a heart of gold right he has he has a certain code and yes we're gonna root for him but then the second he's done with that it's like the narrative comes well no 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 you don't like, you're not gonna actually, like him. No. he's actually the worst yeah. like, oh my gosh really wow like, oh okay that's a bummer. <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's uh, all right. So he's not great. Noted. Yeah. yeah. Don't be, don't like, basically don't be fooled by any action that anybody takes in this. As soon as you think you know someone, you probably don't. I feel right. like, but especially yeah. with the will. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. And then moving on to the next scene, Amanda. So, you know, that last scene was really when I, I, and I still get the feeling. I was like, oh man, this is so uncomfortable. And I feel really tense. And then going to this next scene is okay, let's calm things down. Let's, you know, take a little breather. But then all of a sudden it's like, oh no, now they got a bolt. It's like, okay, time to get out of here. It's like, oh man, 
this is not going to let up. It's interesting because it kind of feels like the tension, they build the tension in the last scene to, to heighten the tension in this scene in a way. So yeah, like, totally. it is, it, you're totally right. I didn't notice that when I was reading it, but it takes you into this scene, making you already kind of feel like you're uneasy and then gives you more of a reason to feel uneasy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good. The emotional carry through is really, really rewarding. Right. Yeah. And there's their ship. Um, on here and Marco says we fight and yeah here we are to be continued uh yeah that's the end of it you know what I think that's a good I went place ahead to yeah I think this is a good yeah. place to call it for now Amanda um yes I agree that's it's a lot to I'm just take gonna in. delete some things from our summary I'm glad I didn't read them yeah I yeah I forgot no, that I was ahead no worries uh, I think yeah, it's, this one was an intense um, chapter uh, just because of the scene with the child. Like, very, very uncomfortable. Um, but, you know, again, oh. really well done for what it was. You know, they. Yeah. Oh, the storytelling, this is just amazing. So, that actually yeah. would have been the first part of this chapter. Oh, so, okay. what we'll just say is we'll do four and a half next time, which oh, would be okay, the next cool. issue, issue number five of Saga. Okay. I was like, did I go ahead? And then I was like, no, no, no. The chapter, I think, keeps, I think it keeps going. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. Based on this, it ends there and then goes to chapter five because uh, that's when we get um, the, uh, the prince. And your, is that in your book? Um, oh. Where it ends? No, that's what I mean. I, I was looking at the. Uh, the oh yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Right? This is chapter. That's chapter three. Yep. Actually. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well. Never well, mind. I was. I no went worries. too far. As it happens with every time I read Saga, I'm <laughs> always like, I want to keep reading. Yeah, yeah. And then before you know it, like we were saying before, every time I read this, I have to like stop myself. Yeah. I have to physically be like stop it yeah and that, that's, that's enough again a credit to how good this is and i think it's a it good is. place to stop just because it was really intense uh, again the, the whole child yeah. scene still it really gives me you know really icky vibes right it's just like oh man i don't want to <sighs> dive into that I know. You know? but again it's well well done it's told in a really interesting way and uh we're gonna continue our discussion folks here on words on wednesday as we go on thank you so much for joining us we talked about saga we played boop this is what we do on words on wednesday amanda what do you, uh, projects do you have coming up that you can talk about yeah so i i'm gonna be playing mortal kombat one tomorrow all day for the early release um so i'll be playing in the morning i'm taking the afternoon off and then i'll be back again in the evening to play pretty much all day I just had a new video that went up on my YouTube channel today where I'm talking about the 3D era of Mortal Kombat and sort of recapping that story. Nice. And yeah, tomorrow we'll be talking about Ahsoka on my YouTube channel. Yes, so awesome. You YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. Yeah. And folks watching right on now. YouTube, you can ch uh, click on the description below. I'll have all the links to everything you can find on Amanda's channel. And on behalf yeah, of Amanda, thank, thank you, you so much for watching Words on Wednesday. I'm Ruel. That's Amanda. She's awesome. Thank you, Amanda. And You're folks, awesome. thank you all for watching. We'll see you next time here on Words on Wednesday. Bye, everybody. All right. Have a good night. Bye. listening to the Tabletop Tonight podcast. Connect with me on social media at Ruel Gaviola, that's R-U-E-L-G-A-V-I-O-L-A, and support the podcast at patreon.com slash Ruel Gaviola. Happy gaming!